0: Hello and welcome to the This Is Marketing Podcast. I'm Ross Marone and in this episode, we're going to talk about building a social media PR team. Now a social media PR team is kind of a group of people that really are brand ambassadors and that's a good way to think of them as brand ambassadors of your business, service, product, whatever it might be that you're promoting that you wanna get the word out there about it. Now, building a team like this uh, is kinda quite easy these days. Everybody seems to have a good handle on how to use social media, how to actually use the apps themselves. But when you're looking at putting together a team that can actually be what we would call brand ambassadors, you wanna look for people that really have an understanding of how to get people to engage with them on social media. That's the biggest kind of obstacle for social media for any business is not necessarily posting. That's something that everybody can do. But what we wanna look at and focus on is how do you put together a team that can actually go out there and get people to engage with your social media uh, channels that you use. Now, we've talked about being on social media channels in the past, which ones to be on, how to know if it's the right thing. We'll cover that real quick. Uh, The idea is you can't be everything to everybody on every platform. And that's tough for any business, big business, small business unless you have an unlimited budget to work with, you have enough money to actually pay people to go out and manage each platform individually uh, and actually understand the audiences, you really have to take a step back and think about where's gonna be the best place for us to impact our brand on our audience. Now, what's that mean? How do we impact brand on an audience? The idea is is that your audience members are people that are using these social channels for their own personal, you know, whatever, use. These are people that are on social, They're usually following friends. They're following other companies. They're following big brands that they like. How do you kind of fit into that place? How do you find your own space within somebody else's timeline to make them engage with you? Engagement is where we measure that. It's any kind of clicks, comments, likes, shares of content that we're putting out there. When you're looking at building this PR team, when you're looking at putting together a group of people, you have to think kind of as if you're building a small business around this. If you have access to high school students or a local college that you can use, this is a great place to actually find people that not only know and understand these spaces, but are also looking for this opportunity. A lot of colleges right now are requiring that students have internships, that have relevant work experience, and this is a major that you're seeing. Anyone that's in communications, telecommunications, uh, there's actual social media majors out there, a lot of business and marketing and PR majors have to have some kind of internship around it. So there's a lot of people out there that are looking for experience. And this is a perfect way to actually build some brand ambassadors. Uh, Now, you can also look to your followers. You can look to people that already are fans of your brand that maybe engage with you on a social channel, that comment back when you put something out there. You can reach out to these people and say, hey, you know, I have X amount of budget dollars to work with per week or per month. Are you willing to help kind of put together some different Post for us uh, and in exchange we'll pay you or we will even send you free merchandise a lot of people will do this for free now we're gonna talk also about identifying users out there in your community that have a following already that you can actually send stuff to and ask them to do a post or uh, a review of your product or your brand or just put something out there now that could be pricey in a way because sometimes you have to send your product which uh, is expensive for you but it's a great way to actually get onto their following and have people follow them and come follow you because of it. So let's start with building this team. What should you be looking for in a PR team? Obviously you want people that have really good writing skills, Uh, some type of editor, someone that could kind of be maybe your first focal point for all posts, somebody that can get all the posts before they go out, look at them, review them, make sure that they're following the guidelines and standards that you have around your brand or business. Uh, before they're sent out the last thing you want to do is give 20 people access to your accounts and then have all kind of posts that don't match one another that have different tone and voice that's why we talk about developing guidelines and standards around your brand if that's not a step that you've taken yet it doesn't have to be something that's so filled out and so full that uh, it takes you forever to do you know you could spend months putting together a visual standard guide or a brand standards guide we're talking about putting together something that's simple enough so that people understand how you talk about your brand. You know, what words do we always use to associate with our brand? What's our slogan, um, if you have one? What are the things that we talk about that's going to be familiar to our audience? Because you wanna put posts out that are familiar. You want them to be able to see something and without even reading uh, the username or looking for a logo, they kinda know that it's yours. There's a lot of stylized brands out there that work really well. And my first suggestion is to kind of go out on your social channels and look at the people that you follow, see what they're doing and see how they represent themselves. I know when I go through my feed, I'm always gonna recognize a post because of the style behind it when it's a really good brand that's doing it well. When you have that focal point person, that person that is kind of the point on everything, they have to understand, they have to live and breathe your brand, understand all the ins and outs of it, and what's appropriate and what's not. Another thing that happens a lot on social media are people kind of get away, You know, a post comes up or a picture's taken, something that they like and they immediately wanna post that because they think there's gonna be some impact. And that's okay in situations, but if it kind of goes away from your brand at all or enough that it makes you think twice about it, you need to have that person in place that says, you know what, this doesn't align with our brand. We don't think it's a terrible post, but it's not maybe aligning correctly. Here's some things we could do to make that adjustment or we could throw a logo on or we could do something to make it more appropriate for our brand. So having that point person in place is extremely important. That person has to have that skill set of editing. They have to know, you know, be able to pick out those editing things that are wrong right away, grammatical errors, um, punctuation errors, things like that, that your audience will pick up on and they will tell you about. We've seen a lot of that when we were first getting on social media channels with Youngstown State University that people were picking those things out. You know oh you spelled this wrong or uh, you forgot this punctuation mark or whatever it is that's something that is a reflection on your overall brand and uh, it's not something you would do if you were doing a print piece or a commercial piece you know you'd want to have that caught ahead of time that way you don't have to backtrack and go back and take stuff down and reproduce it so very important to make sure that your lead on your social media pr team uh, has those attributes to them this is a person that should understand these channels as well uh, and have some time available to be able to go in. Because once you have a brand that is engageable, something that people can go out and comment on and ask questions about, that person has to be kind of a 24 seven, around the clock, ready to answer questions. The last thing you want to do is have something be asked of your brand or your product or your service and not answer it right away. A lot of times when these people are engaging with your brand, they're in the now timeline. You know, they want a response within minutes, hours. Uh, they don't want to wait days to hear back from you. So your point person has to have that responsibility as well. The majority of companies right now that are hiring this person, they're calling them the social media manager. And it doesn't have to be one person that handles all of this. Trust me, this is a very substantial job. Uh, Even at the university, we see that for one person to have to manage all of our social channels that have tens of thousands of followers would be nearly impossible. So we actually use some other tools um, that are kind of social media listening tools. And that's a tool that, Is listening for mentions of your brand you can set parameters around keywords or things like that that anytime these things are mentioned uh, it sends a message to you and that allows you to go in and to jump into that conversation social media is really about creating conversation around something you know if you do a post and people like it that's great but if they start to comment on them that's even better having those comments having that conversation allows you to be in the driver's seat of where you stare that conversation especially if you're trying to get people to Kind of jump on board with your brand to buy something from you uh, to become their own ambassadors to become fans of yours that's where you want to steer social media channels at the end of the day that's where the most benefit of social media exists because some people are spending so much time on mobile phones and on these social channels it's creating a great opportunity for any type of business to build a conversation around what it is that they do and having the right manager in place for that uh, is only going to help that benefit your company or business I recommend right now that any business that's considering this, at least try it. Bring somebody on part-time, a couple hours a week if you need to, just to create this conversation. And if they're doing it correctly and they know how to use it correctly, then you'll ultimately see growth in this area. A good manager is also going to have that eye for actually building the types of posts that you need. Uh, So that's where you start to get into having multimedia producers. And that's another attribute that you wanna look for when you're building a social media PR team. People that could go out with their cell phones, and take photos, take videos, create content around your business or brand that they can post. Now, what kind of content am I talking about? Anything visual is really relevant on social media channels. Anything that catches somebody's eye that can make them stop in that scroll, you know, when you're scrolling through your social media, anything that can actually stop them in their place and have them look further at what you're doing is the type of content that you want. So somebody that has a visual eye that can use a cell phone Like they're using a DSLR camera or some big device, you know, some very fancy camera. A lot of people can capture this kind of stuff with their cell phones. Um, They know how to capture it. They know how to edit it on their phone, add styles to it, add text to it. Uh, If it's video, they know how to actually shoot with their phone, get the shots that they want, edit it on their phone, and actually publish it. They never need a computer, and that's one of those skills that you want to look for in a multimedia producer um, and you're gonna find these in your colleges. You're gonna actually find it at the high school level too. Kids are super smart now and they have all of this at their fingertips, literally in their pocket on their cell phone. Now, do they need software and technology sometimes? Yes, you sometimes need a computer to be able to bring in different multimedia types, edit things together, polish it off and then produce it out. But they have to also understand formatting. You know, what kind of format is this going on to Facebook? Well, what's the orientation of the video there? Should it be vertical, horizontal? Uh, Is it something for Snapchat? Completely different. Something for Instagram? Again, different. And then what are we looking at when it comes to Twitter? Uh, Are we doing things on LinkedIn? Where do we have our following and how are we going to engage with them? You have to understand your audience at the end of the day. We always talk about audience. Understanding your audience on these platforms and the type of content that they want allows you to grow the content even more. So your manager is somebody that should be able to come in with that knowledge as well and analyze those platforms. Analyze any data that you have. Now, if you don't have a ton of followers, that doesn't mean you don't have kind of the ingredients in there to build a social media channel. You can do that even with a small following. You just have to know where to really reach into their environment and engage with them. So you have the right social media producer to do so, and that's gonna be something that really helps with everything that you do. Uh, Something we really focus on is having a couple of those multimedia producers People that could bring content in from different styles and put them into a piece that works, edit it down, and put it out. If we're covering an event um, or maybe doing an interview with a student, that's something that we like to put a bunch of people on because you're going to get different type of media content out of it. So you don't need one and one, one media producer and one manager. I think you can use multi-producers of content, uh, and that actually helps give a little more of a... A rounding out of the content that you're producing for your social media. Because one piece of content may really engage 10% of your users and another piece may engage the other 90% just because of the way it looks. Uh, Someone that's a good storyteller is very important to look at when you're looking at this. And I rely on the team as a whole to really sit down and talk about an upcoming event or a promotion that we're gonna do and figure out how that looks. What is it that everyone's bringing to the table for this? Do I have someone writing a script Do I have someone going out and capturing B-roll footage, video, photos? Uh, Are they getting interviews with people, getting the right content that we need to actually put this together? Successful multimedia on social media too, isn't just one post, it's several posts. A lot of time when we're looking at doing social media posting, it may be around an idea that lasts several weeks where we're doing some kind of promotion. Um, For example, right now around Thanksgiving, we're doing a why and thankful promotion which is built off of our Y and proud brand uh, we're just manipulating some of the wordage there uh, and what we're doing is we're going out and we're finding students faculty staff whoever it is and producing a photo and a little snippet of text on why they're thankful to be maybe from this area or at ysu engage with our university and we're creating that content over time But leading into that, we had to come up with the idea, which our social media manager put together. We have to actually go out and have a game plan. We have to identify these people, schedule them in, take the photo, put together the post, and actually time it of when we're going to post it out. So those are things that the actual PR team puts together and actually schedules. So we're talking content calendars. We're talking making sure everyone has the right equipment, the cameras the computers the availability to edit things to put things together we're also talking about the style of that entire kind of messaging through that promotion does it all look the same yes does it all have that same undertone of what we're trying to tell through this and then also measuring impact is it successful at the end of the day can we look back and say hey an entire month of work was put into this promotion along with other things was it successful? What was our reach? How many people did we engage with? What kind of feedback did we get? How could we improve it for the next kind of promotion we do that is like this? When you start to have a team that thinks like that, the PR just is secondhand. Everything you're doing is automatically promoting the business. It's promoting your brand. So those are things right away that you can look at to build a PR team, and it doesn't have to break your bank to do so. You could be paying interns to do this, students, people that need the experience. You might even find someone that's willing to do this for free just so they could put it on their resume. We typically pay because there's a little bit of a sense of if we're giving you something, you're giving us something back and we can measure that against each other to know that it's beneficial for everybody. So very important, but also very, very highly successful when it comes to social media. Now, engagement and measuring that is also something that you have to be able to measure against other types of promotions you may do 10 of these a year and go back and say okay these two didn't have the impact why not i always talk about in the classes i teach when we're talking about data you have all this data coming back at you every time we make a post every time we have a touch point with a user whether it's on our website on our social media or even on just general branding and marketing that we're doing we create touch points and that leaves data behind there's data there for us to look at and say "Okay." How can we measure this? And was it successful? If it was, that's great. But let's ask some questions about it. Why do we think it was successful? What did we do that we felt was right? And how do we measure that impact? And then again, on the other side of that, how can we measure impact that may not have been successful? And then ask those questions again. Why wasn't it? What did we do that may not have felt right, that just didn't resonate with our audience? And how can we improve on that? So looking at overall posts is also very important, but it's a product of what your social media PR team should be doing. They should be promoting everything that they can and understanding what's really resonating with audiences and understanding, looking at social channels, that what resonates on one channel may not be on the other. You know, if we're having much success doing videos and posting it out to YouTube and we're seeing engagement on that platform and we see it on Facebook, but it's not resonating on Instagram, well, it could be as simple as orientation. It could be the way the video looks in the platform. We have to understand those things so that we can adopt different types of media use and covering the same idea. Maybe the Why and Thankful campaign is wildly successful because we're doing it, but it's just not hitting as much of an audience on Instagram because of the way that it's oriented in the platform. We have to adjust for that. So you have to be willing to know that you have to have additional investment resources ready for that so that you can make those changes. All very important, but all... If done right successful to actually promoting your brand now let's take a best step back and not talk about universities and things where we kind of have a plethora of people how can we do this internally with our own team I don't have the resources to invest anything else into social media and I don't care about social media well you have people in your business that I guarantee are using social media on some level you have the person that's probably using your business time to do Facebook all day well look over their shoulder one day and say hey Instead of you just Facebooking all day to see your friends and post pictures of your dog, how can we get you to actually post pictures and things about our business? What can we do to enable you to do this for one hour a day? That's all it takes. Think about blogging. Writing a blog doesn't take a lot of time, but you can write one blog per week and post for an entire year. And at the end of the year, you have 52 blog posts that have the ability to be picked up by Google and create some inbound traffic into your website. Simple things like that and thinking outside of the box is how you can use your internal team that already exists, that knows about your business, knows about your brand, and they're doing something that they're actually really good at, even though it may not be what you hired them to do. You may have an accountant that's really good at Facebook and you don't know that, that you can use to actually take your business and create a PR team within itself. So it becomes a mini resource where you're just sourced from other people within your business. Uh, That's one thing that a lot of businesses aren't considered of. They think they have to go out and find new people to come in where you have somebody that's internal that can do this. So think outside of the box. um, Think of how you can do that and start to create that. The only way you know if this is going to work or not for your business is to do it. Talking about it, doing research studies, doing marketing proposals. It's all horseshit at the end of the day when you can actually just be taking immediate time. You can jump on social media today and start doing posts. Right now, you could go do a post, spend the next 10 minutes creating it and putting it out, and push it and see if it works or not. Instead of hiring a company to come in and do analysis and do all this market research, which I somewhat don't believe, being in marketing for now almost 12, 13, 14 years, I'm not sure that I buy into the entire marketing research thing because if you're a business that's actually selling products, you already have something going for you. So now what you're doing is just getting into people's space and putting what they should know about your business in front of them. You're going to know right away whether or not the audience wants it from you. And if they don't, then you move on to the next thing. And you keep going until you hit the one thing or the couple of things that actually impact them. And once you see that happening, that is when you can act on it and you can actually achieve a really good PR marketing strategy. It doesn't take a lot. It just takes some time and effort. Thanks again for listening to This Is Marketing Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Ross Marone. You can engage with me or ask me questions. Shoot me something that says, hey, you know what? I disagree with you or I agree with you. I'm always open to conversations and keeping the conversation going around this. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.